Hello, you're listening to the One Thing Today podcast with Michael Nobbs. A regular nudge to remind you to live gently and to take one small step each day to move your creative life on just a little. The podcast is brought to you with the support of its patrons over on Patreon. And if you would like to support the ongoing recording of these podcasts, then please visit patreon.com forward slash go gently, where you'll discover how you can receive podcast extras, 20 minute work sessions, vlog posts, and even a personal podcast sent directly to you each month. Thanks so much for listening and your support would be very much appreciated. Here's today's episode. I seem to be doing a lot of my pottering in bed at the moment. I've just been spending a happy little while getting a notebook ready for my 50-day retreat, which I'm already well into the first week of. Hello, I'm Michael Nobbs, and this is episode 1610 of The One Thing Today podcast. If you followed any of my past 50-day retreats, you'll know that central to them is the idea that I create or I have a notebook that creates the container of time for me, the container of 50 days. And I do that by having a new notebook that's just for that particular 50-day retreat. And usually I also try and distance myself from the conventional days and dates by deciding that my week is either a five-day week, so I have 10 of them in my 50-day retreat, or a 10-day week, in which case I have five of them. And it always feels really good to be just that little bit more disconnected. So I have this container of the notebook to be in, and I tend to lose track of the days and the dates. And that really helps um, create a feeling of retreat when physically I'm not able to go somewhere different. Uh, Perhaps conventionally a retreat would be to go somewhere, perhaps somewhere lovely and quiet and peaceful and somehow have that retreat there. But certainly over the last couple of years, that's been impossible for external reasons that we all know about. But also physically for me, it's very difficult to go somewhere else. So I sort of had this idea and it's an extension of those almost magical 20 minute containers of time that I used to create um, with a timer. And, you know, within those 20 minutes, often uh, lovely things would happen that were a little bit unexpected. And from those 20 minute little steps, um, things would grow. And the idea for the notebook and the 50 day retreat, is a very similar thing, but I suppose on a broader scale. Now this year, or this retreat, uh, I didn't, I didn't create my notebook in advance. And I thought I would just uh, use my, my diary that I've, that I've had. It's an 18 month diary. I've had it for about a year now. And I quite enjoy having it. I mean, I, I use it to keep track of sunrise and sunset and give me a sort of, I don't know, sort of grounds me in, in 
well, I suppose grounds me in, in the natural world, I suppose, knowing what time the sun rises and the sun sets. And I keep, I mean, I don't have, I have very few appointments, <laughs> but I do keep track of any appointments I've got in my diary. And also uh, the few things that I need to do, particularly around Patreon. Um, so it's a book I'm used to. I like having it. I hope by my bed, I, I write something in it most days. I also keep track of my, of my energy levels and maybe one or two other things in that as well. And I thought I would just keep using that for this um, this particular 50-day retreat. Partly because, because it happened. The retreat sort of was, suddenly felt like the thing to do, so I hadn't had time to get a notebook. And also, I just didn't really feel like I had the money to spend on a new notebook at the moment. Uh, so I thought I'd just see how it was, just using my diary. And what's actually happened this week, I think I'm eight days into my first week of um, this 50-day retreat. So I'm so I'm having 10-day weeks this time. Um, so I'm not quite through my first week, but I haven't felt as inside my retreat as I have done in the past. And I think that has been because I haven't had a separate notebook. So a couple of days ago, I went rummaging in my studio and I found an old uh, Moleskine notebook that had a few things in it, but not very many. I'd obviously given up on it. I think I was using it in 2006. And I think because it had a very thin paper, it wasn't good for drawing in. And I'd sort of put it to one side. So what I've done is I've just been um, printing out a few pages from the Moleskine website to have a uh, a overview diary of May and June, which will contain my 50 days. Um, and I'm going to make some individual um, diary pages as well for the, for the 50 days. I shall do the ones I've already had as well. And I'm going to add, I'm going to carry on. So I shall probably transfer some information I've already got in my, my normal diary back over to the, to the notebook. Um, but just as I work on it, and I was doing some of it yesterday, and I've been doing some of it in bed this morning, I immediately feel as if I'm enclosed in a way that I didn't feel like I was. I'm inside this container of 50 days. I'm much more aware of the 50 days. And because I'm having this 10-day week and I can have a layout of 10 days in my the diary I'm going to make within the notebook, uh, I'm not sort of having my, my, my feet in two worlds, my... My original diary, of course, has seven days in a week, so I'm seeing those every time I look at it, and I'm seeing the days as well as the dates. And, yeah, I just realised that, you know, making my own diary, having it laid out in the way that feels right for these 50 days, feels like a good thing. Uh, and it's also been fun. I've, re I've really enjoyed um, cutting out and sticking down, and I'm going to enjoy doing a little bit more of that later on today. So, yeah... It feels like a good thing to do, even though it's it's a little late, but I don't think that matters. Better to realise that I need to change things a little uh, rather rather than carry on with things to things just not quite right. So there we are. That's what I've been doing this morning. It's almost time to go and see the chickens. So I thought perhaps you'd like to join me again for that. I think I need to wrap up a little bit more. It's a bit, looks a little bit chillier out than it has, than it has been. But uh, if you'd like to come out and say good morning to George and Louise with me, you can do that 
in a few minutes. I shall pause this and uh, restart in a few minutes time. The last time I spoke to you, I was wearing a rather flamboyant Norwegian skiing hat because I couldn't find my usual hat, the hat that I've probably been wearing for the last 20 years. And it felt rather odd. But today, I've got my usual hat on. I found it, so I'm really pleased about that. <laughs> I can see George Louise looking keen to come out. Let's get some mealworms for them. And for the other birds, the robin isn't appear. Oh no, there he is. I'm wrong. I could say the robin doesn't seem to be appearing as as quickly as is his habit. Or has been his habit. But uh, he's just waiting for me in the ash tree this morning. Mealworms down here. And now we'll go and see George and Louise. Again, doing it one handed. <laughs> it's a longer job this way. Hello, you're not my usual Robin, I don't think. Hello. <laughs> Slightly shyer Robin is appearing. I wonder if this is the mate of visiting Robin. Hello. Looking very sleek. I imagine being run ragged, raising chicks at the moment. Make sure there's plenty, plenty out for them. And I always scatter some under, under my garden chair because the hens can't get there and the blackbird can. So she can uh, Come along a little later and there'll be some left, hopefully. Right, now what am I doing? Um, I'm going to try and carry the mealworms without spilling them. So I put a few down on the path. Hello, Louise. Gosh, are you going to be first out this morning? No, George is pushing, pushing her away in front. I thought, I thought she might. <laughs> Come on then, out you come. Good morning. <laughs> there, I think last time I spoke to you, I hadn't put the mealworms down before I opened the door and poor Louise was looking most upset. Actually, he's got some this morning. There we go. I shall go and put some on the gate post. Gosh, quite, quite a loud chorus this morning. up. 
the sounds of summer, the buzzing of bees. Oh gosh, it's a lovely morning. It's actually not too cold. I'm glad I got my hat on, but it looked chillier than it is. A lot of growth. The grass in the field is starting to to grow now. Uh, there were there were some sheep and lambs in the field a few days ago. Uh, first time I'd seen lambs here this year, but uh, I haven't seen them again. And judging by the the way the grass is growing, they haven't been here for a little while. So I'm not sure where they are. I shall go for a walk at some point and see if I can see them. But it's a Quite a still morning, looking up at the blue sky through the, the new growth on the hazel tree. Yeah, lovely morning. I hope your day is starting well. I know I was debating myself a little bit about whether to uh, start a notebook uh, when I was already well into my first week of my retreat. It always felt like a backward step. But I'm really glad I did it. And if there is something that feels like it's taking you off your path or taking you backwards, but feels like the right thing to do, don't be frightened to, to stop where you are, turn around and walk back a little bit if that's what you need to do. And yeah, it's okay to, to change don't have to stick to what we're doing if it doesn't feel right. And maybe we can get ourselves on uh, a better path or a path that feels easier if we pause a little and notice and, and maybe take a few steps back. Take care. Have a lovely day. Maybe today or one day soon. You can do one small thing to move your creative life on just a little. Thanks for listening. Take care. I'll talk to you again very soon. Bye-bye.